0: Alright, hello everyone, and welcome to episode 6 of the What the Sheep podcast. Tonight, we will be discussing Critical Role, Campaign 2, episode 98. And once again, we had another pretty pretty crazy episode. Oh, I guess as a side note, um, Phil may be joining us at some point tonight. We're not quite sure, Um, but we have a slot here for him just in case he shows up, so awesome. But, yeah, another crazy episode. Absolutely wild. Episode. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Man. Long one, too. Long episode.
0: Yeah, and it Uh, really was just the the combat that added the extra. Because it was, like, mm. I mean, for me, it was, like, 1230-ish when the combat started, which is on average when the episode ends. And then it went on for another, you know, hour and a half after that. Mm. So, yeah, it was pretty crazy. But it was a pretty, um pretty slow to start if that makes any sense like it was pretty casual in the in the early parts of the episode not a whole lot going on just some casual role play they obviously wrapped up the conversation with Essex that they were having mm-hmm. um but then nothing really crazy happened you know there were some nice conversations but it really wasn't until that that, oof, that last you know section of the uh of the episode that yeah. it really took off
1: no definitely um and it was just yeah like you said it was some really pleasant role play leading up to that point oh i just realized the screen cuts right um a <laughs> really pleasant role play leading up to that point and then um i was saying to you before that they had the break pretty early on in the episode i think it was like mm-hmm. an hour and a half in you know hour 45 minutes in i thought oh it's gonna be a short episode yeah. today and nope <laughs> <Just> <laughs> kept picking up and getting more and more intense um the amount of actual character development i have in this episode was incredible oh yeah
0: 100 well. like, percent um like ab- a lot aside, of, the, uh... aside of
1: yeah aside from the combat just so many good conversations Finally, someone spoke to yasha it's just like yeah.
2: yes <laughs> yeah someone <laughs> besides Caleb. Saying,
1: yes um no excellent but i don't know i, I really enjoyed the conversation with essek um mm-hmm. because they're they're making it clear i Seeing all the comments after last week of people watching the show and just being like, "Oh, how can they forgive him? as a traitor," and just being very yeah. quick to judge. I think not Essig, but just the players' uh, yeah. actions. But I think they made it very clear, like, "Well, no, this isn't you know instant forgiveness, maybe from Cat, but you know, it's like they're going to yeah. have to deal with this." But exactly, just seeing where they align themselves with Essig and where he aligns himself with them. Um, I thought mm-hmm. that was just a nice starting point um, to see, like, wh- what are we going to do about this? Well, let's just, you know, take it day by day.
0: Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, because they, they really do have, you know, bigger fish to fry. Because while, exactly. obviously, Essex does mean a lot to the party and his path towards redemption is definitely something the party's going to want to work towards, they definitely have some more pressing matters to deal with yes. with the negotiations coming up. And I'm worried that... Um I, I, I talked about it a little bit in my aftermath episode and then someone uh made a comment about it. I was worried that Ludinus Deleth might have been scrying on that conversation Ooh. because I'm sure he probably noticed or maybe have noticed Jester Usher out Esik when he was in right? yeah, it it his wasn't illusory like super. form. Yeah, it wasn't super uh inconspicuous I'll, by any means. I'll
1: I'll sing that at the end, like isn't it going to look weird to have Desmond Thane like walking off the mighty nine ship in the middle of the night? <laughs> I was yeah. Then, that. honor oh that's That'd be super a suspicious. Thought. But then
0: someone had commented yeah. saying that Bo's true sight was probably still yeah. going during that conversation, yeah. so she would and have seen like a scrying orb.
1: And Caleb's anti-scrying and Ka- yeah. necklace too is probably close enough to maybe
0: yeah obscure. But no, yeah. that's
1: so. Ooh, that's interesting though but no, I loved I loved um, Essex's conversation just about the Cerberus Assembly and how like you yeah. can absolutely not trust them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This keeps getting brought up a lot, and I'm getting more and more excited to finally figure out what her deal is. Um, she sounds pretty. Yeah,
0: cause we haven't really fine. we haven't like met her. We've no. only seen her in Felderwin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and all
1: and all, we really know of her actions are things like how. She threatened Luke when trying to get Yeza to work. She's into yeah. super mm-hmm. old arcane crap. She's obviously super into these beacons and what they have to do. So everything about her that we know about her is dodgy as hell. Um, yeah. So it's going to yeah. be interesting what we do actually get. Well, if
0: yeah. we do have a get It seems like it seems like she might be on a similar level of evil to an extent as Trent, um, meaning she's willing to do whatever it takes to yes. achieve what what she's looking for or what she wants to accomplish just from the oh, little tidbits do. that we that we've heard about her so definitely yeah. pretty pretty scary i is she is she gonna be at the peace talks i don't know if they mentioned if she was i know I she's no, aware of everything that's going on but i don't know if she's actually going to be there
1: it's it's and the other one <laughs> the yeah the other, new guy
0: the new the diplomatic guy
1: um who I'm sure I wrote his name down somewhere now, I have no idea where it is. Um, I'm trying to find it, but yeah, no, he, uh, he's gonna be there. I don't think she's gonna be there. I yeah,
0: think that'd be kind of be... weird.
1: Oh, what was really interesting was how essick mentioned she has interests in the biting North, <clears throat> excuse me, um, saying that she uh, does a lot of work up in the North. And it was something I yeah. noticed, Matt made a lot of mentions to the north and to, like, yeah. cross mm-hmm. and all that, this episode. And it's kind of got me thinking, oh, we lost Uh-oh. Kirli.
0: We lost Kirli.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh wait, she's back. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. Um,
0: We're not in total yeah. collapse yet.
1: Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> um, but it's just started to make me think, Aethesius Ulladun, thank you, Lynn. Oh, thank you, Lynn. Oh, Lynn's lovely. Um, sorry, I'm just watching the chat. Tra- yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, no. Okay. Very, very interesting that that was coming up a lot, and it's making me think, is Matt maybe setting up something for them like to an explore arc. next? Yeah, the, an yeah, is he, like, there, just yeah, putting yeah. the, the legwork in now, so that it's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, you've heard of the North, yeah, multiple times, yeah, that's yeah. us there. Um there. I'm super excited for the WildMount campaign book, so we can actually, like, learn yeah, about that Yeah, read up, up about and, all of
0: these, these yeah. locations and stuff. Go yeah, because Matt was saying that... Uh, the collar that Caleb has been tinkering with is, is powered by some, like, ancient yes. arcane battery yeah. that may be located in Isocross or up north. Mm. So yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that I think what Matt's trying to do is trying to set up new options for the party to take. Because right now, for the past, you know, several months, it seems, the main points of interest have been the negotiations and Traveler Con. Oh. So, yes. You know, once and once those been a things long have passed, time yeah. coming.
1: Yeah. I remember Jessa being like saying, "When's Traveler come? When they're on the Happy Fun Ball?" Like yeah. thinking they were going to miss it then, um, and the the whole fandom freaking out. But no, it's, it's still
0: a few mm-hmm. weeks
1: off. It's yeah. crazy to think. Yeah. It's crazy. Someone mentioned they brought it up on talks how they've only known Essie for three months. Um, yeah. And it's, it feels like forever. but it feels like
0: so much longer. It feels like exactly like a year yeah. at this point. But it's probably because close it's to a year.
1: It's the curse of D and D. Like time yeah. is all, yeah. Mucked I think,
0: up. I think I think we met yeah. him in episode, in the fifties or sixties. I think so. It's been,
1: yeah, a it really it was when time. Caleb gave the beacon. Like, yeah, we saw him
0: at the bright Queen for the first time. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah. oh, oh no! Oh gosh! <laughs> oh, It's okay. We're having a few technical okay. difficulties here, guys. <laughs> it's fine.
0: Yeah, today's been today's been rough. Yeah, today's been rough. I can That's just right. disable. Do do? <laughs> I can disable all of our all of our cams until until it's in order so you guys you don't have to look at how terrible our production quality is
1: oh it's fine
0: but we'll be back it's okay we'll, we'll, we'll we're still here we're still here don't worry um yeah. episode 57 yeah it's been yeah. it's been a 40 41 episodes but that's only three months yeah, three that's months only oh, three man. months
1: i feel like it's because we had so early on in the campaign that the seafaring Um, Arc so yeah, that's that's true like three months and Mm -hmm. that was a short amount of episodes Um, So it's yeah the timelines have all been a bit squished up and Mm -hmm. spread out But yeah, which is why
0: I'm I'm hoping for some nice uh, Like time skips once Traveler Con passes. Yeah, I would
1: would kind of be okay with that. Yeah yeah. Um,
0: Maybe nothing too major but it feels like it feels like each member of the party has things they want to do but individually like there's individual yes. things that they each want to do so after traveler con um passes they might you know take some downtime to actually explore these different these different and options. it kind of
1: it goes into what caleb was saying of how um like after their conversation with Essex, how well that's not um you know go in blasting and just take out the system we can maybe um surgically start to think about how we deal with the problems um and mm-hmm. maybe the people who want to take out and that led to that wonderful conversation with caduceus of like you know knowing what you actually want you don't want revenge like you want to stop more atrocities um but that whole idea of you know like the, the ninja force to yeah work on it i, I like the idea of maybe having some downtime to figure out what they're actually going to do but also right. to
2: just yeah
1: yeah strengthen their ideas mm-hmm. yeah. that's, yeah, no, that's a good point someone's yeah. just said the fact that they're teleporting all the time—it yeah, takes so to travel. I
0: said coming in clutch with all yep. that stuff. Yeah. 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 Nah.
1: Oh yeah, purely's working on it. <laughs> good. Oh good.
0: Well, that's all right. That's all right. Yeah. T- today's been tonight's been weird. Tonight's been weird. A lot of weird yeah. technical stuff, but that's okay. Um, I did have a few notes. Let me look at my handy dandy sheet of paper right here. <clears throat> hey. Uh, I wonder what crazy enchantments Kale <laughs> would come up with using the- True! Yeah, that- that's- that's actually why I think it would be interesting for the party to travel up north once TravelerCon passes. Um, just mm. because Iso- Isocross is the city, right? Or is the city something else, and Isocross is the region?
1: Lynn probably knows. Um, I think it's the region? It's like that- the, um, yeah. set of islands? north Yeah. Of... Uh. He's back. Well, oh, no, the frozen- it's called the Frozen Depths. Hey, Kirli. It's called the Frozen Depths, but I'm not sure. I suppose uh-huh. is the reason. I told you Lin would know. Lin, if you idea. don't know, is, uh, she works on the Critical Role wiki. She's pretty excellent. Oh, um, nice! Yeah. Cool. So, Lin! Yeah.
3: That wiki has that actually. so much uh, effort in making videos.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Lin, I'm actually going to- is that- is that your Twitter handle? Your- what your Twitch is?
1: it's yeah no no it's no, it, it's at e-l-y-n-d-n-8 okay i don't know how to pronounce it sorry
0: but i have i have to talk to you about something but <laughs> after after the podcast after podcast business stuff oh,
3: ominous nico ominous yeah <laughs> yeah no
0: worries no worries all right <clears throat> back to it um Are you guys talking about the north
3: is that what you're talking about a little about?
2: bit yeah.
0: yeah yeah the stuff that's that's, that's happening up there. A be cool adventure. to have like a like a like a history arc where they go back to the location of like you know, where the remnants of the age of Arcanum are. Yeah, because he cool said there was see. a floating city. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, that'd be super which cool. is
1: probably why Vesterogna is so into that area, or well, like why she's got interest up there. Mm. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Into
0: that battery True. power. Yeah. But then. Um, so Vesterogna is the Archmage of Antiquities. Yes. Yeah, well that makes sense. Dolan Tversky is the Archmage yes. of Dysology, which is just yes. like the like the esoteric Yeah, stuff, It's
1: kinda of like guess. the kind of weird unknown, but also yeah. the Yeah. Just okay. Is Vesterogna okay. the
0: one that was in the one shot? Is that No, that's Dolan. No, d- uh,
1: Vesterogna uh, was uh, okay. in Felderwith with
0: yeah. Tversky was in the, the brigade. One shot, yep. inquiring about the strange meteor that had, yeah, had crashed.
1: Yeah, the um, there's been a lot of celestial aspects coming up too lately in the mm-hmm. campaign. So obviously the the one shot with the meteor or whatever it was, but also yeah. the moons yeah. kept being brought up. Mm-hmm. I know the in particular the subreddit is going crazy of the moons at the moment. Um, just <laughs> what's going on with it? Yeah. what's its impact? Obviously. they've got a Celestial in their party. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm excited for what's going to eventually, hopefully, maybe, come out from that. Uh, What did you guys think? I was really interested in Essex saying how, uh, like, you know, they'll return the beacon, the Assembly will keep one, and they're going to be sharing research. Um, Do you take, at least in my perspective, I kind of took it as maybe a little bit naive from Essex's part, and i think caleb Mm -hmm. brought up too the fact that as if they're not just going to instantly you know cut ties with essec maybe or like turn Mm. him in i'm just wondering what you guys think do you think it's safe for Essex to be like all right well deal's done back to the dynasty
0: or i don't know i think it's tricky because i i think it would be a huge power play by the assembly to cut ties mm-hmm. with Essex because okay. they would know well they would be safe because they would know that then essek would have to tell the bright queen oh they have a third one but then the bright Queen would be like oh yeah. how do you know that oh well because mm-hmm. i actually had to deal with them beforehand so yeah i think the assembly i think i think it's pretty likely that the assembly might actually cut ties with Essex because yeah they would have nothing to lose. Essek would be on the back foot because mm-hmm. then he would have to explain to the Bright Queen why he knows they still have a beacon yeah. and that whole situation.
1: And if the if the Bright Queen, if the dynasty find out that there's been another unearthed beacon, it's just going to be another push to get it back. Like, yeah. I know they say that the beacons pop up all around the world, mm-hmm. but it's... The Empire had the two stolen ones. This is a found one. This is like unlimited ancient potential for, mm-hmm. you know... Old souls, or whatever they
0: are. Right, um, but then I feel Essek like
1: just
3: and Essek just believes relics. <laughs> like the dynasty thinks that they're yeah. theirs because they're the part god. of their yeah. god, part of their religion. Yeah. But Essek just considers them like relics, so he doesn't really care. But
0: yeah. yeah, but I also feel like if yeah, that's true. That's true, Lynn. If if the assembly is um honest in their um desire (laughs) to see an end to this conflict to this war then i feel like they wouldn't risk cutting ties with Essex, because if they did that'll just create new tensions that were unnecessary and weren't there before yeah um so they probably won't but again there is no surface risk to them cutting ties with Essex once it's all said and done yeah don't
3: you think of just solidify the peace though? Like if they're like, oh, we, um, like we have found the traitor who was like bringing, bringing your um, beacons, beacons to to us. Here you go. But then
1: I f- I feel like Essig would then just be like, oh, well they've stabbed me in the back. Well they have another beacon. Let's go and get it. Sort mm-hmm. of thing. Um, I'm but I, I feel say- like. Unless they like kill him, yeah, maybe. Yeah, we've killed him. He is your traitor. Yeah. Um, he can't yeah. speak
3: for himself. They might just kill, oh. like, like. apropos of nothing. They just might kill him.
1: Well, yeah, that would enemies.
0: be really I sad. But, I
1: <laughs> <want them> to... <laughs> Carly, why'd you say that? Things are true. No, yeah, now it's now, now it's, it's in
0: the universe. Hot boy's dying. Nice
1: no, it's okay. He's like, about the thing. Oh, no. He's, uh, What is he's it? He's clumsy. Con- consecuted.
0: True. Um, Wait, but but he has to die by a beacon. Oh, but they'll have beacons yeah, at the Yeah, but pistols. he's right next to one. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but I think it's just we're so untrustworthy of the Assembly that we just instantly think the absolute worst possible case for everything they do. Um, yeah. But they do keep making... Matt keeps making a point that they are super intelligent. Like, that probably would just be... It, I think it'd just be a bad idea if they backstab
2: Essek, right. at least
1: now. Yeah. Um, they're all quite... Uh, long-lived so they've mm-hmm. got the, the time to... weary yeah. yeah yeah that's interesting
0: but yeah. it, it, it's funny because <laughs> um, you know once once Essek left the conversation and they had some time to themselves discussing you know what do they want to do once these peace talks are over they obviously still Caleb obviously still wants to remove the cancers yeah. of the empire being the Cerberus yeah. assembly and stuff but what's funny is that them talking about, okay, how do we deal with the aftermath and all of these important players? The Cerberus Assembly is probably also talking about the same thing. You yeah, know, like, once these peace talks the are over, how do we now quietly carry out what we wanted to do anyways oh, while the war was still going? I didn't
1: even think of that. I didn't even think of the Cerberus Assembly, like, having... Well, of course, I, Trent would have Caleb on his radar, but I didn't think of yeah. the rest of the Assembly having the ninety nine on their radar.
0: Yeah. Um, because yeah, once they're out of the way, they've kind of served their purpose as being the mediators. Yeah, the only <laughs> this obviously all rests on the Cerberus Assembly not finding out that the Mighty Nine is aware of what's going oh, on. Yeah, I, I, I second <laughs> Which, all that stuff.
1: They can totally keep a secret. The, the yeah, yeah,
0: like they, they won't. <laughs> they won't let it slip, because as soon as soon as it's as as that's out it's yeah it, it, it's it could be over for for the for the mighty nine because then they could go they could take that information to king dwendal and then because obviously the Cerberus assembly went behind dwendal's back
1: yeah well um, we, we don't know though well, really do we? yeah
0: that's true we don't really know um yeah but let's say in theory if they did king dwendal might see that as like traitorous and he might remove them from power or elect other members of the Cerberus oh. assembly to take over so obviously, Ludinus and company would not want that, and so they would have to remove the Mighty Nine before they could, you know, relay this information to the king. But I don't, I don't oh. think, I don't think the Mighty Nine would, would do that anyways. Yes, yes, Carly?
3: I have an idea. Um, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think um, now they have the spell, the spell that changed not to death. Yeah, yeah. widow uh, guests,
1: widow <laughs>
3: They should um, uh, change one of them, uh, and have like an agent, like, ooh, but not like not like a disguised person, like a fully like changed person. They could even like kill somebody and have. I don't know if you can change into like, an actual other person, but anyway, like I think somebody you get fully a change, they like, get to pick your appearance,
1: so they probably could
3: make them. Yeah, they like probably anything. could. So I think somebody should. They were talking about, like, doing ninjas. I think they should do spies. (laughs) Somebody should just, like, fully infiltrate. And they could, like, I don't know. They could, like, pretend to offer Essek up, but offer him up so it's near enough to a, I don't know. But I think that's what they should do somehow. They should infiltrate, like, all the way up till somebody's got sort of the ear of Icathon. And
1: then, like, yeah. get information. Because that, this... That, that's some fun downtime activity. Yeah, that's uh <laughs> Open a shop, buy a... a house, infiltrate the surface <laughs> assembly. <laughs> I like that's, it. like, a
0: whole, <laughs> like, mini-campaign in itself.
1: Yeah. Well, Bo was talking about being a spy pirate. True. She, she would She would honestly be the best person for it. It's mm-hmm. part of the whole... Get-up. They've all
3: got these skills that are not, like, go in and yeah. just, like... Well, they got smash-everything skills as well. But a bunch of them have got really good, like... Um, mm-hmm. you know, persuasion and Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I guess
1: tuk- Tuku Oh, I'm so sorry if that's not how you say your name, but they say the spell can't be cast twice in a year. I think it's it can't be cast twice on the same person in a year. So if they did that, that person's stuck in that form for at least a year.
2: Yeah. Um
1: a... so that'd be like that's a that's a year long con.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um spirits, yeah. Um no, but that, that's cool. That's, I do like that idea of infiltrating. It's just more they've now put their face out there. They can't mm-hmm. like. I, I can see like them. Max <coughs> had me. that ability being an assassin. He could do that thing where he could mm-hmm. like spend a certain amount of time to give himself a whole new false uh, identity. But they never had the time to do that. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. that would be. Cool I
0: thing could see them maybe not like Bo or any of the other members of the party being transformed to infiltrate. But I could see them asking Dyren if she would be interested in doing mm, something perfect. like that. Since she was kind of yeah, already doing that'd, that that'd in the great. Dynasty. Just not to the yeah. extreme of, of that spell. Mm.
1: Um, yeah, they'd be really good at that. Um, oh man. Yeah, no. Maybe the Krobob Soul already
3: has an inn somewhere. They
1: might do. Maybe.
0: Yeah. yeah.
3: Anyway, I'm just trying to bamf so that we don't have to talk about this actual episode.
1: <laughs> well, so there was there was a lot of nice, fun roleplay moments
0: before yeah.
1: the fight. So why don't we talk about that for a bit?
0: Oh, um, I, I, I loved, I loved. Um, it was it was so like innocent and didn't mean anything, but I just loved Ford and Jester just having dinner yes. together at the lavish chateau.
2: I love. Just so
0: casual. Action, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. It's always so funny. Sh- yeah. Um, um, I love, I love I guess, any ship moments, whether it's Bow and yeah. Jester caleb and jester ford and jester wow yeah jester pretty much yep. holds all of the top uh...
1: table and jester
0: <laughs> yeah
1: that's uh, it yeah i'm not really prescribed to any one ship, but i just love it anyway it's yeah. just it's character relations it's just mm-hmm. fun to watch yeah. um yeah i'm also <laughs> ship, uh, ship agnostic and i'm very happy with any <laughs> i believe Anybody they exist the i just don't prescribe to one <laughs> yeah,
3: that's awesome. Anyone at that table, flirting with anyone else,
2: I mean, mm-hmm.
3: but I feel like yeah. Sam really set set that situation up because he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna uh, get a bite. We're we're coming back, but we're gonna get a bite to eat."
2: Mm. Like, yeah.
3: that was random. Why did he say that? And I really feel like he said that just to be like, oh, yeah. "We're coming back, but not like right now." So there's a bit of there's time. Yeah, you could do a thing. Didn't they, yeah. um, isn't that something that happened at the live show, though, Nico? That, um, Ford suggested that he would take Jester out for a meal or something? Yes. Not, sorry, not in the episode, in, like, the pre-Q&A.
0: There was... Oh. Yes, in the Q&A um, that Flando had transcribed on Reddit. Someone had asked, um... What would Ford's like perfect date date with Jester be or first date with Jester be? And it'd be like and he said like a picnic on the beach or picnic at like her favorite spot in Nicodronus or something along those lines. Oh I think, yeah. So
1: yeah, they played that out pretty closely
0: then. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Bless Fland, yeah. Flando is the is the MVP.
1: Yeah, we said we said it last week for video editing. Flando is the one. Yeah. (laughs) um just finding stuff but mm-hmm. i loved the conversation with marion and ford and jester like talking about yeah. getting him a new hat yeah but also just that kind of it was that nice thing of like he's met her before but that whole thing of being with your crush's parents and they're kind of like mm-hmm. playing it up a little bit as well um yeah but yeah it was very sweet and marion's just amazing amazing she's, oh,
0: she's great great I would no. I would say we should have Marion join the party, but uh yeah. No <laughs> I I'm already at least
1: right. can't, can't risk her. her dying.
0: We can't oh. But I I'm worried <laughs> I'm worried now oh no, oh, no. Don't say it
1: don't say it. Anymore. I have
0: to. If you're I have mar- to. <laughs> yeah. I have to say it now because I thought it. I'm
1: worried they're all gonna live happily ever after. There, I said it. I got it out of the way. Yeah, that so. was boring. Uh, so,
0: yeah. <laughs> I, so Ludinus and the rest of the assembly—they're probably smart enough to know that direct confrontation or means of like removing a problem um, needs to not be in like in a violent or obvious manner. No. They'll obviously go but towards. They'll obviously go towards like blackmail. <laughs> To shut people up yeah. so if the, the assembly finds out yeah. that the party knows that they might not just kill them off right away to, to you know not spread the word they'll resort to to blackmail and Ludinus yeah. now knows that marion is jester's mom so that's already a uh, close connection like a family connection that the assembly is aware of
1: and guess who else lives at the Lava Chateau?
0: that's family
1: <laughs> <Did he even laughs> try to the it's <laughs>
0: happening blackmail <laughs> blackmail
1: god damn it well that well, that was a fear very early on in the campaign wasn't it when yeah,
0: not yeah, it was.
1: had sent the letter saying like oh, from Lavore um, whatever sent to the Lavish Chateau Um, they had fears that Astrid was going to be there they'd go to yeah. Nicodranas and Caleb looking out for Astrid like at, on every corner
2: mm-hmm
1: but the fear is real again. Yeah, yeah. Astrid's not on the boat. You <laughs> could
0: just be family TV. Family TV. Oh no. <laughs> well, luckily, worst. Clay's family is safe. I don't think the assembly is assembly is aware aware of them. I mean, Caleb oh. killed his own family, so I mean that's fine. Yeah. Caleb is they out need of, them, to out of
1: make it. They to to be <laughs> fair. Family. The server assembly already got Caleb's family.
0: <laughs> True. True. Yeah. Uh, Ford. We don't know who his family is, if they're even relevant anymore.
1: No.
0: Uh, Bo. Well. They
1: can take our family. That that's a
0: whole separate thing. We have to worry about a sharnai in that in that situation. So. Yeah,
1: they've already got their own problems.
0: There's so many. Y'all, there are so many things we have to be afraid of. <laughs> oh boy, and there's the peace to oh um, my, and oh, and Ukito is back. Oh my god. <laughs>
2: Oh jeez! Can, can we just go back?
0: Can we go back to the Happy direction. Fun Ball? Can they slow time yeah. in the Happy Fun Ball and just spend a little yeah. bit in the Happy Fun Ball? Yeah, wow.
1: back to when not died
0: and. Yeah, can we just go back <laughs> to the simpler times where they were pissing off ancient white dragons?
1: Can we yeah. just go back
0: to that? That's a, that's another thing we have to worry about, because now if now after all of this yeah. is over, if they want to go up to Isocross, <laughs> they have to worry about coming across Geladon again, because that's where Gelidon is is his realm is, right? Yeah. Wasn't he in the Oh, wait, Error. Wait, no, wait, wait. Geladon was in the north in Jorhas, though. Isocross is in the north. It was in the Graying
1: in... Wildlands, which is kind of north of Wild Mountain Total. Oh, okay. Once again, if you see me do yeah. this, I'm looking at my map. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah <laughs> but no yeah, Graying
1: either. Wildlands, but it's all connected. As a yeah. dragon. Yeah. <laughs> you can fly there. That's true. Um, oh,
0: my uh, God.
3: When Essek and Caleb were talking, just to. I, just because we already yeah. moved on and i wanted to say <laughs> i don't know if you already yeah. said but that line we don't trust you um that doesn't mean we don't hope for you mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that was i just like um i know that things get crazy and people get annoyed at them with rules and stuff and then people say oh but like at your D and D table you mess up rules all the time I really hope that it's also true that at our DD tables really cool shit like that gets said we just also don't pick up on that because otherwise i don't understand mm-hmm. how they're so good at just make like just just saying the most profound stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. we don't trust you but it doesn't mean we don't
0: hope for you
1: just mm. yeah i think it just comes from being like intelligent, well read improv actors. Like they've just got that kind of um vocabulary and things to back themselves up. Um amazing. Yeah. No, it's it's great. And like I mean you could take everything Tao's ever said and it's just the most profound stuff. True. Um Mm -hmm. and it just comes out of nowhere. But uh yeah, no, it's that that was wonderful. That's just that whole conversation. Um Lot, really good Caleb continue. episode as well like yeah. uh, not wanting to jump ahead but we we uh, we need more Ford and Caleb scenes because that was just wonderful oh, like, I know there's so and... many, there's certain scenes I'll always go back and just re-watch from like early in the campaign and a lot of it is a lot of Caleb's backstory because I find that so interesting mm-hmm. and this scene I've already re-watched like five times, it's just mm-hmm. so well acted, so well worked together, um And it's a major turning point of him telling someone else his actual backstory up Mm -hmm. to the point where now it's only maybe like three of them that don't have the full story or two of them maybe. But no, that was was a huge move. Um, Uh, Does Jester not know? Jester doesn't know. At least she hasn't been told outright whether she knows or not. We don't really know, but she hasn't been told by anyone. specifically in the family part caduceus doesn't know yasha knows <laughs> um yeah <laughs> but uh yeah that's it then everyone else knows
0: yeah, yeah one of my how it happened four doesn't know how it happened, yeah. doesn't know
1: how it happened. You just know uh
0: but one of my one of my favorite moments of this entire campaign was the, the moment that caleb was bringing up the moment where um Ford had raised his sword to caleb's throat back when they were doing yes the, uh, that's the another thing way way back <laughs> yeah that's that 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 whole scene was one of my favorite moments of this campaign
2: yeah because
0: it was so cool and it's just so yeah. insane to see how much both characters have grown since that that moment and everything they've gone through and stuff but yeah uh yeah caleb obviously super um Trusting. Yeah, trusting, and and he's granting a respect for Ford, and he's seen how much Ford has grown since they first met. Um, And he's really become sort of a... I wouldn't really say like a leader figure to the group, but in in a similar vein of Caduceus, where Caduceus is kind of like the one who keeps everyone together, people sort of go Mm. to him for advice, Ford is kind of there as another solid anchor to go he, to yeah he's
1: like the, he's like a rock he keeps them yeah. grounded i think yeah. caduceus keeps them honest and mm-hmm. ford keeps them uh like bound in reality a bit he,
2: yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. um which again it's just another lovely parallel between those two characters yeah the fact that they are yeah not the anchors <laughs> like pulling them down but yeah <laughs> or, or yeah
0: yeah, yeah.
1: That, oh. that conversation between
3: Ford and Caleb, as well, just as like another way of looking at it, was is also like a really good way of reacting when somebody shares something very traumatic.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, Ford, like, just just like it's something I don't know if you have Lana, but something sometimes teachers get training on is like how to deal when like somebody says a, a child says something mm. very traumatic or something to you. But Ford like didn't ask follow-up questions, didn't, like, pry. Like you said, Alana, he doesn't know how it happened. Yeah, he wasn't going to be like, oh, how'd you do it? Like, yeah. Yeah, but he didn't say, you know, tell me the whole story, tell me what happened. All he did was, like, affirm what he knew about Caleb, which was, Mm. like, I see that you're a good person. Here's the reasons Mm. why I think you're a good person. I've changed my life because I think you're a good person. And also, what do we need to do now? Like, what Mm. are the realities of these people who have done this
1: and, and it's I, like, showing, showing empathy, not just sympathy. Like he was saying, like we we have a similar path, but very different backstory. So kind of letting Caleb know yeah. he's also not alone in um, his struggles, at least. You know, that's a really good yeah. point. No, he's, and that's that's just going back to Ford being like a strong base for the group. He is a good listener yeah. there. And um, he was saying uh, in the when they had the chat in the dome uh, after the Hag. And they were saying, like, well, what do, you, what do you want to do, Ford? What's your plan? And he's saying, well, I just want to stick with the group. I want to help out. You guys helped me out so much. I'm invested in this group. I want to be here for you guys. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, kind of core cool to his character now, just being support for group. group. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, super yeah. awesome. I, we need more Ford and Caleb. I feel yeah. like their dynamic is so, so different than, than everyone else in the party.
1: Mm. Um, and it was like, oh, there's such a good line too. When he's saying, um, when he was living in like his port town, when there was a storm coming in, they looked to the animals because the animals were acting weird. So when they were yeah. with the Cerberus assembly, if uh, what is it? I wrote it down. It's like I keep an eye on you. So if your eyes on them, our eyes are on you.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, that's So cool. Yeah.
1: That's such a good. Another
0: another amazing. <laughs> One liner. Oh, they're yeah. so. They're so good.
3: That's so good. I also I also do like watching Marisha just have to like
1: yeah do these ones <laughs> get like, back out of the scene.
3: Yeah. And she's like really intent and listening, but she's also like trying to trying to stay like neutral but she's I know. not really
0: She's had to do that so often uh, because I, I rewatched the scene where uh, Ford raised his sword to Caleb's throw and she kind of had a similar thing where she had to like back up during like a super intense moment um yeah but then also way back when they were underwater in dashilla's lair and Caleb uh, and yes. uh ford was provoking caleb to activate like the shrine or whatever that was also mm. when russia was just like okay uh yeah. <laughs> i'm letting you guys have this moment
1: that was interesting because in that conversation in this episode where caleb was talking about how ford was a lot darker like mm-hmm. earlier um that was kind of a dark moment in Slayer, yeah, even definitely. though it was like they were forging a bit of a brotherhood, they were forging a, a bond, or at least a bit of a pact that was a pretty dark moment, they both yeah. were looking for I think they both maybe assumed it was going to unlock some sort of power, which it would have would have been mm-hmm. terrible for them, but um, it kind of highlights those both those characters uh, looking for power um, mm-hmm. but then, yeah it's just, they they there's a scene I'm trying to find it, and maybe someone can help me find it because uh, I want to use it in a video. But there's a scene somewhere after that episode where Ford and Caleb are talking again about, you know, just having each other's back, and Liam is rubbing his hand like where they cut the scar into his hand, like where they mm. did the blood pack. I'm trying to find it, so if someone can help me find that. That'd be mm. awesome. <laughs> Email me. I'll <Okay. laughs> <laughs> But no, it's just, yeah, um, but it's just that whole idea of, I love that that's a recurring theme of remembering the deal they made to look out for each other and even super early in the campaign when they were talking like saying, uh, I remember Ford saying like, oh, you seem like you've got your shit together. I mean, you didn't, Mm -hmm. but you seem like you got your shit together. Um, I'll follow your lead. They did that on the boat as well. Saying like, keep an eye on Avantika. Like, if you feel the need to do something, do it. And I mean, fire yeah. um i've always loved the collaboration and just the the relationship between ford and caleb because um, they just both feel like kind of i don't want to say the dads of the group because i don't like assigning labels like that but they're both the maybe the caretakers of the group's well-being um mm-hmm. in that sense of making sure group is safe um yeah. it's, just, yeah, it's cool because then we always get amazing scenes out of it or amazing uh decisions uh, Yeah, yeah yeah that's yeah. great but help me find that
0: scene please <laughs> <laughs> i'll be on the lookout i i've been like slowly like re-watching this campaign like i'll pick like certain episodes randomly and i'll just like re-watch you know part of the episode or whatever so i'll, I'll keep yeah. my eye out um <laughs> well we also had another really awesome conversation on when they were finally setting sail. Yes. Um, when Bo, Yasha, and Jester were crafting their little Yasha. their little traveler figurines. Yeah, and Yasha... have been saying it for ages. They talk finally, to Yasha. Mm-hmm, no, they finally that was got good. to talk to her about it. Um, um, yeah, the only other person she talked to about it was Caleb, and that's not a very good... Uh,
1: <laughs> no, it's terribly unhealthy. <laughs> not
0: a very good decision. Um,
1: yeah. But, no, that was, I think... It, it was nice because it was such, like, a quiet thing they were doing. They were just, like, making statues for Traveler Con, but they invited Bowen in and then invited Yasha in. Um mm-hmm. And just some of the stuff that came out, because they were talking initially to Jester about how she felt about the Traveler, and that led into the discussion about Court or, like, the Storm War. Yeah. Um And we finally got some insight into Yasha's, like, uh, motives for, like, going into the pit fight. Mm-hmm pretty intense she was saying Ooh, like, yeah. she, like she had to die for people that she had killed
2: yeah
1: um but then at least i guess coming to the realization that that's probably well that's not the best way to do it mm-hmm. um but no that was a much healthier conversation for her i think and then obviously yeah. it led to her dream so uh no I just i i do love that when they just have not even girl talk but it's just you know getting mm-hmm. together and just checking in on each other
0: um, i wonder yeah i wonder if matt had p- always planned for yasha to have that dream that night mm-hmm. or if he was waiting for her to have a conversation like that yeah. where she was beginning to uh, move forward and move on and learn to forgive herself and redeem herself I wonder if he was waiting for that conversation to then have he that dream or if he planned on her having that dream all along i don't know
1: he's on talks that's we a good don't question
0: for yeah
3: yeah that's a very good talks question because i that's e- either Thank way you, is cool but yeah. it, it does kind of it does kind of feel like um most like cause not that it was bad but then it made like that night it, it actually made for it really funny because then Travis was really caught off guard. Yeah. But but it did feel like like two dreams and one night is a lot. So but the imagery he painted in that was so beautiful and there's yeah. already art of of that dream, which is incredible. Um I just like Ashley just makes the most in, like such interesting kind of understated characters. Like mm. understated is probably the wrong word, but it's like she's she's in for the slow burn. Like, her character's yeah. has she, so much. She
1: kind of had to be, I think, because of her yeah. schedule. But it, yeah. it's worked so well now that she's back. We get to see it actually pay off, yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But, but even then, it's, like, Yasha has such an odd, I don't know, sense of humour and also, like, the things that she picks up on and the things that... And it's obviously also just Ashley, but Ashley's such a good actor that I think... I don't know. is just so, such an interesting kind of nuanced, I don't know. Uh, I just don't know. You just don't really know very much about her, and the stuff that comes out, the stuff that she laughs at, the stuff that she, like, um, sort of, her ears prick up to are just really interesting. Yes. So, I think, I think I think on talks at one point Brian talked about how Ashley's like research on Yasha is like this thick, like yeah. she's got a folder, like yeah. stuff. Yeah, and
1: it's I, just... I hope they we get some insight into that.
3: because
1: that's really
0: yeah. Um, um back real was... real quick about the uh, the art that's already of up of you know Yasha and yeah. her and her wings and stuff. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with um uh Black Salander oh, yeah. on, on, on Twitter. They make yeah. crazy good art. Crazy good art. Yeah. And they really fast eyes, too. Like as soon they, as the episode had ended, they had already put up a picture of Ford um you know overboard in the ocean when that battle yeah. first started. Oh my goodness. That's the talent of, that, of these artists ex- I've, is I've seen that too,
3: it's insane But yeah.
0: anyways, um, yeah just
3: if we're, we're going to like sidestep into talking about art for a second <laughs> um, randomly this um, this week I didn't know but there's a person on Twitter, hang on I'm trying to find her name um, who does a lot of uh, it is underscore strawberry fox underscore um Anselina Israel I think that might be her name. I'm not really sure. But she I think she's probably on Twitch like broadcasting on Twitch right now. She does a bunch of art and does a bunch of like live drawing during the stream and then like huh. fleshes it out afterwards. Oh, cool. And um uh, yeah, I've been and she she streams drawing her art and it's so it's just it's like Professional level, like mm-hmm. comic book, from me. well, not even comic book because it's so. Oh yeah, life. I've
1: seen some of that
3: stuff. Yeah, and so, um, I don't know. I wanted to give her a shout out on account of the fact that, like, every morning this week, I've gotten up and she's streaming and I'm watching her. Nice.
1: We should have a fan out of me. the week section <laughs> where we show off every yeah. fan art.
0: <laughs> we should. We will just we'll just keep adding on new new segments to the to the podcast. <laughs> Wait, yeah. is I think that going over fan art so,
3: Am huh? I allowed to put a, a thing in the chat? Do I have
1: permission? to A that?
0: link. Uh, let me scroll can up I and find your name, cause I might be able to. Yeah, I can just
1: put. I can just put the Twitter handle.
0: Yeah.
3: Right oh yeah, you found it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay.
1: That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's that's really cool art. They had the really um. A excellent piece last week of Bo kind of looking up at all the ethereal fish flying around.
0: You can also post yeah. a link yeah, now, curly. Uh, Ooh. Cool. Nice.
1: But yeah, um, just back to Yasha's dream, you No know, that, uh, we haven't, we haven't had as much Stormlord, obviously, in a while, yeah. since so Yasha's been gone, but just the fact that he's back, um, mm-hmm. and I think it was it was a little bit maybe i thought I actually was super unsure of what to do in that scene um uh which i mean could be said of anyone just kind of thrown into a yeah. random abstract dream um but i just love did you guys pick up on like the similarities between or saying like prove, prove prove it was very yeah. like
2: yeah a little
1: locatorish mm-hmm. but um i think it kind of just goes to show that idea of having a deity like pay attention to you, have this uh, entity pay attention to you and then obviously she, she got her wings back. Um, which is exciting. I'm wondering if they're going to, like if she is a full Protector Azimar now, is she going to have her stats changed? Um, she's... They, I, there was a little moment in the combat later on when I think Ashley was talking about the wings or someone brought up the wings and Matt was saying like, oh it's an action to use that talking about the um protector our feature uh but she gets the wings uh. out and she can actually fly
3: around travis um, asked what do your what do your wings look like and i don't know whether yeah. it was a prompt or he was legitimately like wait what do they what do they look like and matt was like they're not out it takes an action yeah. and then yeah he didn't see him <gasps> maybe she'll like test it out and go flying out across the ocean and back and they'll all like clap and that <laughs>
0: <laughs> That'd be super cute. Someone
1: pushes her off a cliff, <laughs> like la mm-hmm. campaign one. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: I feel like Yasha no. isn't one to show off though, so I feel like
1: no, she'll yeah. only
0: she'll only unfurl them if combat. she really needs to.
1: Yeah. Um. But the book uh the Storm Lord I keep saying called what the Storm Lord said to Yasha saying you are worthy mm-hmm. of my guidance oh. but also of your acceptance. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wrote that one down too. And then uh, you're saying the path before you is long, but I won't let you stray. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine it, it's we haven't gotten to see Yasha's full reaction to that yet because it happened and then immediately went to the for dream and then the combat. So yeah. I can't wait to maybe have see if that's going to affect Yasha affect Ashley's role play of Yasha if that's going to mm-hmm. be like she's found like a newfound strength or yeah she's yeah. Someone brought, a, brought up a really cool point on um, Twitter, I can't remember who it was, uh, but saying, is Yasha's hair going to change color? Oh, <laughs> um, be because when she used to use her necrotic shroud, her whole hair went black. I wonder if she, mm. when she uses her... I don't know the name of the protector as Feature. I can't remember. But, yeah, if that... Maybe her hair will go white. We don't know. Oh,
0: That's so interesting. Exciting. But, yeah, no, I, I definitely think that this dream and the the storm Lord putting so much faith and instilling so much confidence in, and mm. Yasha is definitely what she needed. Um, we all know that the strength is in her always. Like she just yeah. needed to realize that she doesn't, she doesn't really need, um, the storm Lord, the storm Lord's like blessing, oh. I guess. Cause he, he even said, you know, she is worthy
1: it's it's really cool too i've just made the connection of how <clears throat> he's saying like prove and like you know um like find your strength and things like that it's uh from campaign one earthbreaker groon he was a high priest of he was a high priest of the storm lord mm-hmm. and his whole thing with grog was always where do you find your strength like uh where where do you get your power and it was like grog always ends like from his family from his friends yeah um I'm just kind of now secretly hoping
0: mm-hmm. it
1: leads Yasha to Vasselheim or something oh. where they can go meet Earthquake Groon and yeah. meet that super cool monk that just fucks with
0: everyone. it <laughs> would be fun. Because yeah.
1: they've Maybe not he's... come across... is Stormlord a... the Stormlord's not an uh, approved religion. Nope. Is he? No. Nope. No. So that'd be At least I don't cool. think so. Lin, like,
0: can, Lin can fact check us Lin. on that one. <laughs> feel like he's not, though. Do we
3: know- just, No. I have a legitimate question, just because this campaign's been so long and I forget. Do we know if her family- like, because I don't know how Matt is running, like, Asimars in his game. Are her family Asimars? Yeah. We don't know. Is she the only Asimar in her family, or is she only an Asimar because of the Stormlord?
1: Uh, well, we don't know, because we- she doesn't talk about her parents or anything. Um.
0: Or the Stormlord is her dad. We,
1: <laughs> well, not her dad, but it, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. where like that's where it's her a, like what, it is it works. a tribe of Asimar? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't we don't know because we've all we get from her backstory is what she's told us, which is pretty little. Um, and she's not mentioned because it's a bit like too. She's always been a bit vague on the celestial aspect of her background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's that she can speak celestial, and I know Caleb's like picked up on that and he's said in character you're an Aasimar, Um but they've never they've not explored what that actually means in that world um there, there was aasimars in the first campaign too but they also again weren't explored um those two boys that they found in the city of ember or yeah. the Five by Plain city um yeah but they didn't ex- explore what that meant in the world, like were they celestial parents? Were they just blessed? Things like mm-hmm. that, um, which is kind of cool. Which is why I like Asimars because they're so kind of unknown. Um, yeah. But no, that's a good point. That'd be interesting to know. It'd be cool if it was a whole tribe of
0: Asimars. Uh, yeah, like, just just to just to hear about like the history of like how they city all they all came or, came together.
1: I don't think it was the city of Dis. I think that was in Hell, the city of Dis. I think it was the city of Ember in the fire plane. That's just talking to the chat. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, no. Stormborn is not approved. Thank you. Lynn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Didn't think he was. It's very, yeah. very limited. The deities that are approved. Um,
3: but if we so, keep talking about it, we don't have to talk about the fight. <laughs> Let's talk about the fight.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. That's, that's pretty much what's next. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I just, ooh, I just checked if we missed I was, anything. I was, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. let me briefly go over <laughs> notes. my notes. Uh, um, I, don't I think feel like we will talk about else, the fight though. for a little
1: bit. Yeah. The only other thing, really, that I thought was really cool, three, th- three things <laughs> that I thought were really cool. um, just Justice Tarot cards were wonderful. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so hoping that, like, once you finish the deck, that becomes merch that you can buy. Um, oh, yeah. That'd be wonderful. I thought Yasha and Bo both having like time out on the beach, which then mm-hmm. I think led to the conversation on the boat. It was like pre to that that self-care yeah. kind of aspect, but also that wonderful gnome shopkeep, um, oh, yeah. she- Sheila Bobson. Sheila <laughs>
0: Bobson, <Bobstomper>. yeah,
1: <laughs> that's amazing. So good. Um, so just good. anytime Cad goes into a weird store, mm-hmm. it's going to be amazing. Um, and then I yeah, they got some pretty cool stuff from it it's talison i i love it when there are bits i love it
3: when there are bits of critical role where it's just matt and talison like screwing <laughs> with each other like yeah. there are just moments where i feel like not that that's a like a pushing moment but i feel like matt knows talison's almost a little bit better than the rest of them or at least he's been playing dnd longer than the rest of them really he knows how to be
0: weird with talison <laughs>
3: that so weird with
1: in and it. it's so cool <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's cool and they got like some really cool um, items from that I love uh, Bo just like when uh, or Marisha when they'll describe it with a fan she's just like oh yeah. <laughs> getting like I don't know if you guys have seen Avatar The Last Airbender yeah. but just yeah. very strong yeah. Avatar Kyoshi vibes with oh, like yeah, airbending yeah, yeah, yeah. with a fan mm-hmm. um, yeah that was
0: really cool Ooh, i wonder Uh, i wonder if he uh got inspiration from avatar kiyoshi for that fan that fan thing maybe maybe hey that's another talks question actually can they even bring up avatar on talks i don't know i don't know if they can they probably could i mean they bring up so much other stuff that's true that's true
1: um yeah well i know that i'm fairly certain matt and marisha are huge avatar fans yeah like Yeah.
0: yeah i always get big avatar Korra vibes from from Bo. Just like her yeah. headstrong, confident, fiery yeah. nature, is very, mm. very Cora. Um,
1: someone's just brought up the biggest reveal in the campaign so far, as the fact that Cad dies his hair.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the the, the that fungus really that cool. grows on him. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I didn't know that until this episode. I think I think cool. that was isn't this is the first time that he's that he's mentioned that.
1: Yeah, which yeah. makes me think because I don't think Mad Mad. Matt didn't describe what Cad's family's hair looked like, I don't think. I might be wrong. But he didn't really give too much description to their design features. It was more just kind of what their faces looked like a little bit. So we didn't even really get to see if his family had pink hair, similarly, mm-hmm. if they were just kind of regular faux gold uh, hair. But no, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. Just,
1: you know, yeah. The dye. <laughs> and then it worked. It was pretty good persuasion. Yeah. And scrolls and stuff.
0: Flame sphere and telekinesis.
1: Yes. Which is who did they give the flame sphere to? They gave it to Knot, not because yeah. not can eventually learn that spell and keep it rather than use it to scroll. Yeah. Um,
0: which is exciting.
1: Which is terrifying, actually.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it'll it'll pretty much be uh, Fluffernutter sphere. Fluffernutter two
1: oh. Oh my god! It's it's Fluffernutter Fluffernutter like. Unlimited.
0: <laughs> true. True. Once she actually. Yeah. Sam yeah.
3: changes it a little bit so he could rename it. Yeah. <laughs> Beth,
1: Beth's flaming. Yeah, I could see.
0: Up. I could see her doing that. That's. So, I love. Yeah. I loved. I loved that banter throughout that the episode. So That's so funny.
1: You could see Sam too when like the idea came to him, like to yeah. like bring it up. Um, that was hilarious. And there's a wonderful artist on Twitter has gone through and like redesigned all mm-hmm. the uh shows they make uh, like re- rebranding mm-hmm. them as widergast yeah yeah um will oh, so I'll, I'll i don't know can, can i can i put a link uh yeah i can
0: i can find your <laughs> um
1: but that is just uh super super funny um and then what was it both saying right, you're, you're really um, you're really pushing with the gift. you're really pushing with the um uh branding it's like am i
0: i don't even use my real name yeah it's so (laughs) good it's so good that was was such a good running gag um yeah i love it
1: i'll link i'll link that in the chat but we should really talk about the fight
0: we should we should i so in the dream i thought the dream was was cool and i was like okay we're fine. For, Ford's, Ford's in, a, in a jungle. He's not near the ocean. I don't think Ukuto is going to creep up on him. But then when uh, Ford summoned the Star Razor and Matt was like, you don't see the Star Razor. You see a familiar falchion. I was like, oh, no. Not <laughs> yep. like this. No. <laughs> not like this. And a familiar glowing yellow orb staring back up at you. I was like, it's over. It's done. Pack it up. Oh, no. Because I was up.
1: thinking, oh, it's just a dream. Like, he's going to be talking, like, it's going to be rough. But, you know, he'll wake yeah. up and talk about out with his friends and it'll be <laughs> fine.
0: <laughs> we'll have a nice therapy session. Yeah. Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> but other plans. Other plans. As, um, yeah, I, whew, I just want to go uh, back. I, I went back and just looked at, like, the reaction of each of the other uh cast members as as matt was describing how ford was being stabbed in his sleep oh man definitely it like was
1: a warlock and not like an assassin well i mean it's not lucky. Like he's dead anyway but um
0: yeah
1: that i thought it was gonna be like an assassin mm-hmm. like do to tons of damage so when matt's like oh i did the like damage but i think before ford even got a turn in that combat he was already at half health um yeah. just the yeah. amount of times so he got attacked yeah Which is insane (laughs) to be at half health before your first turn.
0: I was Um, definitely, and I'm sure many other people, as well as other members of the of the the cast, were thinking it was Avantika coming coming to get her. Yeah, I think a lot of them
1: kind of thinking that because he was describing it as like it almost seemed like an undead creature. He was describing, yeah. um, No, it's. I think it's just. Well, we don't know, but it could just be a random warlock, because there was two of them. Two,
0: yeah, and they um, both what, had what we pretty the well assume a deep
1: spy on the creatures that they were yeah. fighting. um, Which someone made a really good point of saying, it kind of goes to show that aspect of maybe Ford wasn't special. Like, Ukotoa mm-hmm. has a lot of minions, mm-hmm. um, and he kind of props them up as saying, oh yes you're the Chosen, you are like my one to do this, but he has a lot of minions doing his work as well, and it kind
2: of—it's
1: mm-hmm. that idea of well, yeah, your warlock, your warlock demigod is a bit of a prick. Um, yeah. <laughs> He's—he uh, doesn't have your best interests at heart. But yeah. it, it, I mean, it could have been—it could still be Avantika. Skyons are really weird in how they're made and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that's, it true. Been that's true.
1: Revived underwater and then turned into one. Um, she could have been one the whole time. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Someone I mean, found your scene,
3: Alana. Awful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, in the chat. Was that? Was that? I saw someone posted earlier, but if someone else found it, yeah. Thank you, thank you to everyone. Great <laughs> <when> searching. <laughs>
3: that's
1: awesome. Um,
3: um, I was thinking uh, that, because uh, I like I watched Critical Role kind of. I'm sure lots of other people do too. You watch it sort of as a show, but then also because you're watching D D and I'm a DM. I felt like this yeah. was this was Matt um after the <laughs> fight in the menagerie. It was like yeah. this is what he thought the fight in the menagerie was gonna be like. Like this is gonna be really dangerous. Somebody's gonna die. First, you know, first yeah. resurrection, let's do it. And then that was like they breezed through it and this was I, I, my note just says like
1: in caps, happy Matt, very happy Matt because it, it was, it was a super dangerous fight, and I, I feel like it wasn't even because of the creatures they were fighting. It's the setup of yeah.
0: the battle map as mm-hmm. well. So having
1: them on different layers, having it closed confined space,
0: so chaotic. Okay, um,
1: like. Yeah, that was it was rough. It, it was yeah. a very long fight, um, and but it didn't feel like over long. Like I think that there was a fight a little while ago that kind of maybe dragged on a little bit, the fight against the prey, uh, fighter things, whatever they were. But mm-hmm. um, this fight, it was just like, oh, God, what what's going to happen next? Like, yeah. this is kind of... It didn't feel at any point as though they had the upper hand or they were doing well. It was kind of they were just surviving the fight,
2: mm-hmm.
1: kind of. Um, so, yeah, it was a really well-thought-out fight. Um, mm-hmm. As you say like looking at it from a player or a dm perspective just then looking at the mechanics of it and just going oh and he was really on um on top of like not i don't want to say like being a rules lawyer but he was very much on top of making sure things were happening the way they were meant to so he was being i don't know how to say it uh not strict i guess but he was um, just making sure the spells were acting the way they could. Like, I know they were asking about, can I put my spirit guard into the floor, or can I see yeah. him? from a certain perspective. He wasn't uh, being lenient in any aspect, but he wasn't being harsh. I he was playing yeah. it. Yeah, because all of that well.
3: stuff messes up the math of a challenge rating of a fight. Like, if you, because that's like, as a new DM, I do that. I do that wrong, where I I am too permissive, or I forget a. a um, character creature has like resistances to something, and you just kind of go, "Oh well, we're just playing." But then, like, it's not fun. You have to have somebody strongly setting the parameters of the fight, yeah. Because then it feels like that—that's where the tension comes from. That's where it, why it's so good is because yeah. it's like, no, you can't just, you know, do that kid thing where you're like, make it. I can just the, do anything. The
1: rule, like, yeah. The rules are there to. Make it balance, but then there's also, like, Matt's also very good at interpreting the rules for his world as well. So yeah, I mean, rule of cool kind Mm -hmm. of always beats rule as written. Um, But he's also that also then plays (laughs) backwards because I feel like, for example, Ford leaning over the side of the uh, cruise nest and then falling out—that's a DM rule of cool. (laughs) Like that was like, okay, well this is going to happen now, Um, and that was really cool. It meant for Like another, but yeah, still. And he still left it up to chance. Cool you
0: know, he, he said, roll a d20 yeah. Um, yeah. and we'll see if you actually fall over. So it wasn't was like you fight. 100% fall over. No, you, there's nothing mm. you can do to stop it. You know, he still left it up to chance and stuff. Which and it was is... also
1: difficult because they were sleeping, so uh, they didn't have their armor on. And I know Matt said that he was yeah. maybe forgetting to lower that mm. AC for the other people, but for an AC of 10, he was essentially a yeah. commoner. Um, that's super rough. Of course, he's just going to absolutely um, inhale that damage. Uh, An example of a thing you would never do
3: at like a and D table where everybody's only been playing for like one year, but like at a professional D and D table where you've been playing for years and years, and you're hmm. like one of the best D and D tables. It was good. It was a good idea. Like,
1: yeah, I just, yeah. anything that keeps the story interesting. <laughs> like, um, absolutely. Yeah, it was just fun um new and new things because it's yeah it could have just been oh well you got i mean getting knocked down into crow's nest would have been terrible as well cause no one can really get up there um yeah, true but yeah, that was that was a fun part of the but before. definitely love,
0: splitting up the party is what makes it so yeah. so deadly because yeah. it was ford and caleb up top while well, caleb sort of made his way up there eventually mm. um before Bo was got pretty, up there. Very yeah, quickly. Bo, Bo, was up there. And
1: she was stunned a lot, which was hilarious. yeah. That
0: was another really deadly um. <laughs> thing about this is that so many rounds of that combat, various members of the party were stunned and they couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't do anything. Or grappled.
1: I think yeah, not was or, grappled. yeah,
0: grappled, stuck in the hammock right. the entire time.
1: Stuck in the hammock. Yeah, didn't get, didn't get out at <laughs> oh, all. Oh no,
0: that's so sad. But,
1: um, but, no, that was it. Made it really difficult to play because when you have, like, one primarily offensive player, but they don't have, doesn't have his two clerics to support him.
0: It's, yeah. Uh, you tricky. go down pretty fast uh, and there's nothing you can really just stop it.
1: I loved um, fast Step, using fast Step and then like just jumping around yeah. all over the place and that image of him just hanging off the mast and like, mm-hmm. so down cool. all... And there's
0: like a storm going on too, so just yeah. the mental was, imagery of amazing. this battle amazing, I can't wait for the so for that. Yeah.
1: Um, and like, when he jumped off the crow's nest, did a hex blades, yeah. or did the hex and then bamf back up. Oh, so um, so that's guy. like that's a rule of cool because that's using a bonus action as an action. But mm, that's mm. that's it's if it's badass, do it. Yeah, yeah. That was exactly. So good. it didn't really like affect it so much. Yeah, that just
3: like yeah. pl- like goes goes to that point of just how insanely proficient they are getting at playing D anD. d Like mm. putting those things together, and and Talison did some amazing stuff as well. That like. It was like okay i'm gonna do this then this and like mixing things together is so cool it's so that was amazing yeah
1: i hope somebody yeah. does a little like animatic of that
3: of that moment of him yeah
1: um i Makes think it's just something how. to say about dnd like dnd just allows you like I, I don't know at least when i play dnd it just i keep thinking of like i've read books i've seen movies i know how like bites and scenarios play out i want to do something cool and interesting i want to just. Ask as many questions as I can, know as much as I can about the situation so I can just not fuck around, but so I can like have some fun with it. Um, And so I think it's just that when you get literally a playground put in front of you of masks, nails, things like that, Mm
2: -hmm. it's
1: just kind of have fun with it. Yeah. And uh, coming from, I think, with Travis, a super movement restricted character with Grog, where he's like having to run (laughs) around and chase the baddie the whole time. to now, he can literally teleport sixty feet as a bonus action. Um, it's just yeah, we're just going to see so many more innovative and exciting moves from all of them. I mean, they've always had that. I think like think back to Caleb in the cathedral, like flying through the window on the catapult. Um, yeah, it's just so cool. many awesome it moments. And so I feel cool. like they all
0: they all turn it up a notch when yeah. when stakes are high, like when there's yeah. when there's these crazy fights, which is so
3: awesome. Mm. Nah. You know, I was thinking though, they also could have like, um, they sort of created this problem for themselves a little bit. One in being so good in the menagerie and like angering the DM, mm-hmm. not really angering, but like, yeah, you know. Um, but also, no one thought that it was going to be slightly dangerous for Ford to be back out on the ocean. Like no one, like yeah, none, none of it's them. True. I'm sure have, the
1: players. They must have known, because, like, they're smart, intelligent people. They must have, like, yeah. thought about that as a possibility. It's just the characters never brought it up. It was, like, yeah, it's really back.
3: interesting because because Didn't that fight would have been them. less deadly if, like, there was a watch. They were all in, like you said, they are split up if they were all in one spot. Yeah. If maybe they'd spent some time working out ways to put, like, protection charms on the boat. But, like, no, they just went out where Ukuto was, just out on the ocean. I don't know yeah. if any of the... That's actually a good
1: practices. point. Yeah. yeah. I but, think um, Travis says at one point should have had Caleb put up an alarm spell. But that wouldn't have done <laughs> anything. It would have alerted Caleb downstairs and then... Yeah. ...gotten shanked.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely got some... Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, but in the first one, uh, their ship was, like, assaulted by a bunch of, like, undead skeletons mm-hmm. and stuff in a similar fashion that these were how they're like scaling up the boat yeah. in the dead of night so to cool. to kill everyone on board so i was definitely getting some parts of caribbean vibes from that moment but
1: oh, shit, stuff. i actually put in my notes uh they're on a boat <laughs> i'm <just> excited <laughs> that they're back on the water
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so cool um
3: it's it's upsetting phil's not here because he really wanted this to happen
1: yes yeah he's super into <laughs>
0: combat yeah
1: yeah um, I love Bo faking the poison damage, like, ah, ah, not only got me, sort of
0: thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I also, I also feel bad for Bo because this is a, another instance where she's put in a position where she feels helpless or, yeah. or useless because Literally she had to standing watch. standing
1: a few feet away from her friend. Yeah, as she's
0: stunned and she had in, to watch for die twice. In
1: a super similar way, like, just yeah. getting oh stabbed my God, in the Oh and Travis Ooh. is wearing a Molly shirt.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: Yeah, somebody pointed was... that out actually. Could this could this be um could this be the problem? Oh my god, and then the writers like, are Orly so going, good. Orly going down next to her as well. Oh. Um No. That's yeah, Bo also got stabbed a bit as well, but she could take yeah. it.
0: <laughs> but that's just Yeah, Orly dying too. But and then
1: how drivers. much a, how much did you guys freak out when Matt say, it's casting Dimension Door, and it's gonna-
0: I- happen? I- I did the Marisha Perch. I did the Marisha <laughs> Perch up on my chair. I, I went up I did, on my chair. Oh. My I, god. I,
1: I- so people heard me, I slammed my hands on the desk and I like, threw myself back. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? Oh god. No, that's awful. Cause I think, too, he said- he said, um, you hear him starting to mutter something, and I'm like, oh, he's casting a spell. And Liam's like, oh, can I hear it? And Matt said, oh, you don't know what he's saying. So I'm, I was thinking, oh, maybe, like, it's, like, going to be a feature or something. Um, and then he's like, Dimension Door. So in the back of my head, I wasn't even thinking of Counterspell. I was just like, oh, no, this is this is really bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, Lynn, Lynn brings yeah. up a good question. What would have happened if it had succeeded? I'm guessing they would have just gone back into the ocean Yeah, he would have
1: vamped like 300 feet into the ocean. Somewhere
0: in the ocean, maybe they had like a leviathan on standby to... They
1: would have torn Ford apart I reckon. They would have just... I think that would
0: have been it. Yeah. I think that's it, yeah. Oh god. Would Matt have just just killed him outright like that?
1: He would have... Ah, my headphones are shocking me. I don't
0: know. Um, I feel like it's probably 50-50 if if Matt would have just outright killed him right there. But I feel like or he would have he leaned would have become,
1: more. He might have become one of those creatures. He might have become a Yeah, on.
0: and then it would have been like on a quest to like bring Ford back or restore him somehow.
1: Oh, imagine if Ford became like an MP.
0: Oh no! And then they had to fight I him. Type,
1: oh. I was just typing in Deep Sky on because I want to find the pronunciation, and I typed yeah. Deep Ford accidentally. Scion, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, I just had Matt tell me how to say it. Deep Scion. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh That's... no, that yeah. but uh and then ugh, the clutch counter spell always. always counter spell is always spell
1: is always the best spell. It's never you always have it. Yeah. So, you're a bad wizard if you don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh I was That's,
1: it's so good.
0: I was like okay. Well, okay. I wasn't okay with Ford. And Orly, <laughs> you were not okay with with with, with like Ford and, and Orly dying because I was like, okay, they just have to kill the rest of these people. They have two clerics, they can hopefully revivify them. But I was still super worried. But okay. I was, but I was yeah. okay. But then when Matt was like, and he begins casting Dimension Door, not okay. Not, <laughs> not okay, not okay anymore. Nope.
1: Not good.
3: Um.
0: This is no longer fine.
3: I um I watched the first half and then i went and played D and then i came back to watch the second half mm-hmm. and i caught like a bit a couple of spoils on twitter and i like i i procrastinated watching the second half <laughs> and i ended up watching it until 2am which i get is like the time it is in america when you watch it but like mm-hmm. it's already broadcast by that time
2: Yeah.
3: anyway so i was watching it late into the night and i was screaming and I've never screamed watching Critical Role until we started this podcast. And I think it's been part of me thinks some of you guys, you can hear me. I'm like, guys, have you seen this? Oh my God. What's yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's awesome. Um, oh
0: my goodness.
1: Now, now, is Matt rolling for Revivify this campaign? Because I feel he like he did been. for Caduceus. Yeah. yeah. And he did for not. So. It could still fail. It could. it could. still be bad. It could. They but but this is only the first time Ford has died.
0: It? So the DC should be low. Yeah. Is,
1: it is, the is the that first a house? Is that a home? Room? We don't... What if he died when he first made it?
0: Was oh. It? <laughs> true. This may be the second time he's died.
1: Yeah, no. It's a se- Resurrection's a seventh level spell. They don't have that yet.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh... Forty. Oh no.
3: But
1: how far are they away from the maybe? Yeah,
0: yeah, they're, fine. The they're fine. They're, they're surely, fine. they
1: have they're other surely. People. should be like super high-level clerics yeah. on the the main ship. Yeah. 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 They have. Oh, they have raised dead. Okay. I think. Yeah. They. That's how like, long is price. raised? How long is it raised dead though? That's a week compared. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, that get one's. Up. Yeah, on if you have to drop
0: like a five hundred gold diamond for it.
3: Yeah, but I don't it. know because
1: I haven't managed to kill any of my players ever yet. But I'm working uh-huh. on it. I kind of like I like maybe. If, uh, I know they've got spare the dying and um, no, that that won't work. Oh, anyway, they've also got um, there's a spell that Cad has. I think that like gentle repose. They've got like gentle repose and things like that. But I kind of want the imagery of say revivify doesn't work and they need to save the body. Just put it in the amber that Caleb. Oh has. yeah. <laughs> Like, well, now oh, now we can wow. test it out. Let's, let's see how it works. That's
0: that's some like yeah. that's some like dark foreshadowing, too, yeah. because of their conversation of the amber earlier just, about like wanting to go inside of it. That wow. scene was
1: wonderful too, because they're all just shouting Caleb's mother, like, oh no, oh no, Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, uh, 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 oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but no, that'd be. Fuck, he's dead. Oh man, someone pointed out how on the wiki it now says deceased next to his character name.
0: To Ford. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Lynn! (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: Lynn, we gotta- we gotta fix it. Um. (laughs) No! (laughs) You can't do this
1: to us. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and of course Orly. Orly, he doesn't deserve
0: that. Yes! How could Matt do this to Orly?
1: Little disappointed that when he described Orly going down, there wasn't like the sound of the bagpipes, like oh, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh no. <laughs> because if they have to ultimately choose between Orly and Ford, they're probably gonna choose Ford.
1: We we laugh because I feel like we feel it's probably gonna be all right. Oh, yeah, yeah it's but it's not good. Laughing. We have to keep telling um,
0: ourselves it's gonna be fine.
1: Yeah, I'm we have fine. to. Um, I love new characters.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
3: the, I think, yeah, I don't, I, I like. There are definitely ways that he can come back. Still, definitely not the end, but. Come back as a revenant, wild
1: mother.
3: Yeah, it, like the 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 resurrection episodes of the first campaign.
1: Ah, oh, they're the best.
3: The are, are beautiful. But they're so heartbreaking, like, they're so heartbreaking, and so, I like, it's so exciting that we'll get, you know, that type of thing
1: where everybody's gonna have to sort of confront the fact that, (laughs) yeah. You know what, it's gonna start probably with, like, they'll do the intro, they'll have, like, the ads, they'll roll the credits. No, don't say it! Travis isn't gonna be sitting at the table, Travis won't be at the table, because... They'll have to do the...
0: Oh.
1: That's going to be weird. Oh,
0: shit. That's true. Because the spell could fail.
1: Yep. Um,
0: and then, by, by Travis.
1: A good bit of conversation that I've seen brought up is who oh, do you think is no. going to do which revivify? Because thematically, it's amazing for both. Like, if Cad does Ford, it works because they're both Wild Mother. They've got that connection I had... God. If Jester does it, it's amazing because...
0: I had, just... I had like a, I had like a, like a, like a, like a fan, like a, like a fanfic moment where I, where I wanted to write it up. Like, <laughs> just like the imagery of like the storm and uh, each, each like member of the party is like desperately trying to save Ford, you know, Bo screaming out his name, Jester rushing up to save him. And then after the battle is over, Jester quickly runs over, casts Revivify. It's it like silence as, as they're waiting to see if the spell takes hold and then Ford's eyes blink open and Jester is just so filled with joy that she goes in and kisses him in the storm, the rain pouring down on them and they share this, this, this moment of realizing that they love each other
2: Beautiful.
0: and it only, Beautiful it only again. took Ford dying. Yeah,
1: awesome. I'm going to write it
0: up. Right, or he wakes up, up and he's going, going, Jester, Jester, and it's like yeah.
1: Cat just leaning over him yeah, like, e- back. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, that's Look, funny. people wanted okay. us to make happy
3: predictions this episode. So there you go. There's your yep. happy. Yeah, there's your happy
0: prediction. The fo- the Forester ship is 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 setting sail. Oh. <laughs> is that yeah. a scene in Tusk Love? <laughs> probably. Probably. Amazing. Ford's even shirtless. He's even shirtless, as Matt said. Yeah. It works. Yeah. It works. Yeah.
1: Um, I had another mini freak out when um, the Scion was doing the screech again and Caleb's floating above the water.
2: Oh, um, yeah.
1: Because if, he, if he'd been inca- incapacitated, he's right in the water.
0: Yeah. And
1: then they've got to worry about their wet wizard. Like. <laughs> yeah.
0: But he, he's got a fairly decent con modifier. I think it's either 12 or 14, so he Yeah, so he'd hold his breath for now. a
1: while, but they're going to have to. And it would only last for six seconds, or so. Yeah, he probably would have been fine. Yeah.
0: yeah, but still, that would have sucked.
1: Yeah, it would have sucked.
0: Because he then, but then he wouldn't have be been for the counter spell. Yeah, yeah, he wouldn't true. have been there for the counter
1: spell. True, so and it would have really fucking sucked. It would have
0: broken his fly, so he would have been stuck down he been there and the unless water, he had no way to get back up.
1: Probably beginning to drown. Would have been fine a bit later, but yeah, he wouldn't have been there for the counter spell. Ooh. ooh, that's way worse than I thought it was. Oh man.
0: Well luckily we don't have to think about it because And it I didn't
1: think happen. I think honestly if you watch that scene, I think he did fail, but then they were reminded about Yash's battle yeah. cry. Because I think yeah. he, Liam, like whenever something bad happens, he gets excited. Yeah. <laughs> I think. A bit like us, because it's like, True. ooh drama, ooh something yeah. exciting. Um mm-hmm. I think he was like, ooh, Oh no, uh but then he rolled a bit better. Um man, that's not good. <laughs>
0: yeah Uh, we should
1: do a critical what if series like what if this yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that's ultimately what how we end these podcasts we always talk about you know what if this happened and all that stuff but uh oh what was i about to say Um, what the if (laughs) but i love (laughs) what the if podcast (laughs) um but i love i love fights like this i love high stakes fights where people where Mm. characters could die because it makes for such interesting story moving forward because while it's nice to see our heroes win all the time, um, mm. and I wouldn't necessarily say that they've done a lot of winning, they've done a lot of being... growth and progressing. Yeah. Um, but they haven't hit any too serious of like road roadblocks or, or yeah. bumps in the road recently yeah. that are too terrible. Obviously, they don't. They or if they did, by.
1: they they dealt with it. Yeah. well. Like yeah. Like coming across mm-hmm. the hag, they they dealt with that on the goal
0: again. Yeah. But you know, no. with this fight and Ford and Orly dying, and now the the looming threat of Ukatoa and his minions is definitely going to mix things up. Oh. <laughs> what the widow <laughs> gas? Oh, oh, that's amazing! My goodness.
1: <laughs> we'll have to name this episode "What the Widow Gas."
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> widow
1: gas. <gasped> what the?
3: <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: that's incredible. <laughs> I that's do incredible.
3: like with how like intense the fight was and the stakes being so high, what time did it, what time did Critical Role end? Um, it was in, It
0: was like uh, 2 uh, in the like, morning yeah. for me, yeah. Are, I, are
1: you mountain time? Is that what it is?
0: Uh, central time? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm central, yeah. And that's, that, that's around the same time that the live show ended as well. Mm.
1: Um,
0: late nights yeah. for
3: yeah. um, I think that uh a good thing to point out is how well they do continuously checking in with each other. Like it's very subtle, but they, one, they like talk each other up. When somebody tries to do something that's cool and it fails, they're Mm -hmm. like, they're like checking in with each other. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And also they're just sort of all like, you know, um, Liam and Travis were like giving each other pats on the back and Travis was like, I, I didn't write down specific examples, but I just wrote down how much they like. It's intense. People like yeah. bit, people got angry at my D and D game last night, which like D-, <laughs> D-, D gets intense. So that was really intense. It's Live on the internet, they just were at like a con for a whole weekend. They're tired. Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah, that went so well, and they all stayed engaged, but if you watch it again, you can see they're all, like, you know, like, Ashley and Tallison are hugging each other, and mm-hmm. um, you know, like I said, Liam's giving Travis, like, pats on the back, and they're, like, all... Yeah, I just wanted to point that out. They're... yeah, The reason why they're still friends after Matt's, <laughs> you know, purposely trying to TPK the group is because it's... They know it's all in fun, and they know that because things happen like... Matt lets something slide because he goes, I know that can happen. That's my bad. I forgot to, whatever. Or they're just Mm -hmm. good at communicating with each other.
0: Yeah, communication is, is, oh, we're about to get deep here. Communication is, is really (laughs) one of the most important things in any sort of relationship, um, whether it be, you know, professional, intimate, or otherwise. Um, communication is, is so is so keen it's 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 nice to see how they're all very open and um willing to communicate
3: um actually you're like I, yeah 100 percent agree and to build on that uh wally West, ceo of yasha nation a, a person i that love Live that twitter tweets. handle yeah he's all yeah um they're awesome and they um uh they pointed i think it was i think they put it out or maybe somebody Durman or somebody that like this campaign can be more complex and intense because they tested all those boundaries in the last campaign. Yeah. Firstly, they they personally know each other more. Like they're more friends. Uh, sorry, they're closer. They they are actually family now. Mm -hmm. They probably were sort of or still just friends at the start of the last at the start of the first campaign, and now they're definitely like a family and also they know that like sam was the first one that full on like just went off at the like his character just went off at them now they know that they
1: can do that and they can trust each other yeah
3: that that's just like, part of
1: the game yeah you can see you can see that when like early in campaign one when that like liam's exploring the relationship with Keyleth like Vax and Keyleth mm-hmm. and they're all freaking out. They're all like yeah. riding behind me Yeah. Things, yeah like, <laughs> so good. Um, I love it. Whereas
0: like they then it obviously well led to
1: but, but but it's 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 almost natural now. Like it led mm-hmm. to obviously um Bex and Percy and um now in campaign two, like I remember they joked saying like no no ships or no relationships until level or episode thirty or something like that. Yeah. But it's almost like a natural thing to think that they could develop relationships. Yeah. Um, and it's not a, it's not, a oh, it's not like an embarrassing thing for the players at the table. It's mm-hmm. they respect and they know each other's boundaries.
2: It just mm-hmm. makes it yeah. so
1: much better to watch because you're just watching like actual professionals.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah so I think it's the same
3: with like crazy fights or character deaths or for them in real life, like really, really late nights or times when the dice just roll wrong they've all roll well, like poorly for you they've all already gone through that so many times now that they're just so comfortable yeah. leaning into those moments and yeah. i think that really that's one that's one of the reasons why it's so intriguing and so good is because they're like liam says sometimes they're they're a um, they're an ensemble
1: like yeah. and um and they they it are actually so a party
3: on. themselves as actors. Like, mm-hmm. They do actually work well together. Yeah, I mean, it is weird
0: that Matt just killed his CEO. Yeah. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> so it was oh, a God. business decision. It was a power yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get him out of oh. the way. <laughs> yeah.
1: Man, that was so good. Man, what an episode.
0: Yeah, that was great. Um, any any closing thoughts? Any Anything you want to bring up that we didn't touch on? From either of you? It was a wonderful packed episode. It
1: was packed, yeah. Like I said, I, I went through and I rewatched it very quickly this morning, like on double speed and skipping kind of the quieter parts. And I ended up with two pages of notes for this thing. like Yeah. Um, and even then, I'm realizing there's things I missed out on. But, like, years are not seen was wonderful. Just mm-hmm. new characters, new... Well, not new, but going back to, like, old boats. We've been saying it a lot and we'll keep claiming it ever since we started this podcast the episodes have been absolutely incredible um yeah so you're all welcome
0: yeah <laughs> it is 100 because of because of us we have, yeah. we are putting out our tinfoil hat theories into the into the into the world and yeah well the um, the, the, any, the, the chaos any, is happening
1: any predictions for next episode
0: um well, kind of what what Lynn has been touching on is that even if Ford is raised and they and they keep, they keep going, Ukito is still around. They and
1: need that's to get the that's orb like the looming.
0: Yeah, they're going to have to figure out how to It'd get be the orb out. it better to and, do it
1: now while he's dead.
0: <laughs> and they're going to have to okay, so one of two things. Either the party yes. is not going to tell the assembly or the armada mm. that they were attacked, or if they do, Will they postpone the negotiations until they can figure out this yeah. Uk'atoa situation? Because they don't or, want Uk'atoa to attack during the negotiations.
1: I wonder what the service Assembly would do with that information, that there's a powerful demigod just waiting to be unleashed. Oh, shit.
0: Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't know.
1: And here's the thing, too, that I'm confused about that. When they said that the... um. Like Matt said, the fact that Ford still has the orb, the sword was just a symbol of that. The fact that there was the eye or sword. sword. Um, they, the warlocks he was fighting, had daggers and had swords with the eye. It, I, does that imply they have orbs inside them too? So there's more than hmm. three orbs. It's just he needs three to be unlocked? I don't know. I'm hoping that's... Interesting, yeah. It could all be lie. That. That's the thing too. He's clearly an untrustworthy demigod or whatever. Um, yeah. we don't really know. Ah! Uh, yeah. Looking forward to some proper deep dives. Uh, <laughs> to, sorry. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. To, to us next week. I'm tired.
0: <laughs> you no, know, all good. But yeah, it looks like, it looks like next, next episode is probably going oh. to be a little bit of discussing what happened, reviving Ford. Um, hmm maybe sharing information with the assembly yeah orally um (laughs) shopping
2: Shopping
1: episode (laughs) amazing
0: yeah maybe they'll stop at one of the islands along the way and
3: yeah uh... yeah they could they could ask Vandrin how he got rid of the Vandrin's on Rumblecusp. Vandrin's
1: waiting for Travelercon.
0: Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's still our our, our <laughs> prediction. Vandrin has taken refuge on Rumblecusp, Rumble and he is waiting for Travelercon. Yeah.
3: My prediction. I have a happy prediction. My prediction is hey. now that Not has reconnected with her husband. I give up on mm-hmm. my Not Caleb ship. Don't think about it too hard. And <laughs> um, and okay. I think right. Not just becomes matchmaker for the group. Like. Yeah. Sam's
1: already starting to do it and I think not's just gonna lean into that. Well that's, that's the thing, because not was so excited about Bo revealing her crush on Jester, but Not's also super excited about Jester having dinner with Ford. Like I think Not <laughs> just yeah. I think not's just excited for anything to happen with Jester, maybe. Like their best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's, that's true, that's really good. And I, I did like in that conversation with Yeser how they kind of it again felt a little bit like Matt saying no, you can still keep your character. It's a choice you can make, but don't feel as though your character is being forced to stay with the family because of the NPC's decisions. Like it's still up to you, the player, to decide what your character's going to do. Your yeah. your fictional husband is supportive. Um, like you now, you can make the decision. You can stay; that'd be fine. He'd be happy. You can go; it's fine. He'd be happy. Um, which perfect way to handle it. Yeah.
3: Um, Sam and Sam and Matt role playing parenting and marriage. Was really <laughs>
0: it's so good,
1: amazing,
0: yeah. Um, what do we um, think uh, episode one hundred is going to be? It's coming up two weeks.
1: It's it feels like it's going to be the negotiations, maybe.
0: Yeah, depending on what happens next week.
1: Because they've got. Because if next week is like, the
0: negotiations, then the week after will probably be TravelerCon. or at least the start of it.
1: Yeah, I could I could see them either taking a little bit of time to deal with this new threat. And then episode 100 being negotiations, or they side, they put a pin in it, focus on the negotiations, and have TravelerCon episode 100. But we've been terrible with our predictions. We kept saying TravelerCon was going to be the live show. I know. know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we missed that Um, by a long shot.
1: Yeah, our timeline predictions are bad. Our terrible bad things going to happen predictions are spot on. (laughs) (laughs)
3: But nothing Um, bad is going to happen in the
1: next episode.
0: Yeah, nothing like... bad is. Going I mean, to yeah, happen. as if re- as you if the roof fires here are here going first.
1: to fail and Ford's going to be dead forever. That's not going to happen.
0: Yeah, it, it won't <laughs> it, it won't happen. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: What? Oh, I I apologize, oh. Aspen. Um, I keep forgetting I have to I have to allow links. Um, but to if you let, but if you let us know, Aspen, what what link that was, I can I can uh, I can permit you real quick.
1: Um, I just want to do a quick shout-out, too, because we've been talking about fan art. Um, yeah. And I often have some fan art here behind me. Um, this week I changed it up a bit, and it's going to be terrible because it's going to probably reflect on the screen if I turn it too much. But this is... Yeah, yeah, I'll just do it like that. Yeah. So that's looks, a lovely Ford ink art. That, yeah, you can see yourselves in the reflection. So this is um, obviously Ford. I normally have Old Man Grog behind there because it's my favourite piece of roll fan art ever. But that is from Jason Bit. On Twitter, it's JD Illustrates. Incredible artist. He does a lot of hand drawn stuff, and that um, is like some. That's actually some original artwork, which I'm really pleased. Um, are wonderful artist. Yeah. Go, should go check him out. I'm gonna link him in the chat right now. Well, I
0: might have to. I thought it was very, to
1: very fitting you. to change my grog get to board this week. Yeah. Um, and it looks like he's drowning. So you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's good.
0: <laughs> I gotta have a word with with uh, with Streamlabs. And links being oh. posted I got a permit to hey. <laughs> hey, it's not me. I, I promise <laughs> I promise it's not me. Um, uh, I'll put it uh, find...
3: in. Shout out to the uh, chat moderators on Critical Role who are like the skip eaters of our thing, who try and keep that thing under wraps and not just the worst.
0: Did that work? Okay. It worked.
2: Yeah. yeah, go check out... Um, Streamlabs
0: is, is very strict. Cool. Um, but yeah, guys, I guess with all of that being said, we can uh, go ahead and wrap up. Let us know all of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. You guys watching at home, in chat, or on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, or any other podcast website that the this podcast is available at. Thank you guys so much for joining us in this very lengthy discussion of an insane okay. episode Oh man! Man, yeah, cool. we went uh, we went we went pretty long this <laughs> time, long. but well well yeah. worth it. This was an action-packed episode. So again, thank you guys so much for for joining us, and be sure to tune in next week, um, where possibly the negotiations will take place, or maybe we'll all be crying maybe because Ford is dead for good. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we'll have to see. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, guys. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.